Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, April 24th, and we have completed week 16 of 2023. As a reminder, we have released our March 2023 Insights Report, The Numbers Tell the Story. This is a recap of how the travel industry performed last month. This report is not an opinion piece, but it's based only on the facts through numbers released by the Airline Reporting Corporation. We look at their data and provide the analysis to you in a simple and easy-to-understand manner. You can access this report by visiting businesstravel360.com. Now, let's get to our headlines. Airline Reporting Corporation ticket sales in March totaled more than $9.6 billion, a 22% increase year-over-year, and the highest monthly total ARC is recorded. The previous record of $9.3 billion was set in March 2019. Total March passenger trips settled by ARC increased 3.5% year-over-year to more than $25.8 million. International trips increased by 17%, while domestic trips decreased by 3.7%. This month's sales and passenger trip totals were boosted by a robust increase in international travel demand from the comparable prior year period. Month-over-month ticket sales increased 15%, while total passenger trips also increased 15%. The average March 2023 U.S. round-trip air ticket was $559, about 4% higher than in March 2022. The average U.S. hotel revenue per available room and daily rates in March 2023 dominated pre-pandemic benchmarks while the occupancy remained below 2019 levels but increased month over month. This is according to a new report by hospitality analytics firm STR. For the fifth consecutive month, the report shows that this continued improvement in business travel in groups among the top 25 markets. ADR in March was $158, up 19% from March 2019, and up from $152 in February 2023. March U.S. hotel RevPAR increased 14% over 2019 levels to $103.35. This is in comparison to $91 in February. Among STR's top 25 markets, Tampa had the highest occupancy level at 84%. U.S. cities with STR's lowest occupancy levels in March included Minneapolis at 53%, Philadelphia and Detroit at 58%. San Francisco, again, saw the steepest decline according to STR's top 25 cities with occupancy down 17% from March 2019. Marriott International has been fined $225,000 by Pennsylvania's Attorney General for failing to comply with the 2021 settlement to prominently disclose resort and amenity fees. In November 2021, the settlement required Marriott to make changes to its fee displays in the following nine months. The latest agreement between the hotel company and the Pennsylvania Attorney General requires Marriott to honor the previous settlement by May 15th along with the fine. The original settlement agreement requires Marriott to list any mandatory fees, including resort, destination, service, and amenity fees, during the entire booking process to avoid what the Attorney General Office called drip pricing. Ryanair has aggressively battled online travel agencies for years, seeking to bar them from selling its flights, and recently was dealt a setback in a separate litigation against LastMinute.com in Switzerland and Booking.com in the U.S., Ryanair has fought aggressively to get passengers to go directly to its website. In Switzerland, LastMinute.com announced last week that it had won a case in court several weeks ago related to the selling of Ryanair flights. 
Following a 15-year battle with the airline, the Supreme Court in Switzerland granted LastMinute.com the right to sell Ryanair flights. The court cited Ryanair's propensity to launch aggressive campaigns about sales of its flights on third-party websites, ruling that this was contrary to the federal law against unfair competition. The court ordered Ryanair to pay LastMinute.com almost $55,000 in compensation. Now in news that impacts the travel industry. Air Canada unveiled its NDC strategy this past week, and air effect bookings in the GDS will carry a surcharge starting June 14th of around $20 to $30. The airline is incentivizing travel agencies to book via an NDC API with Air Canada or with select technology partners with a $2 payment per flight coupon. During a media event, Air Canada executives said that the airline is working closely with the travel agency partners in developing its NDC program. Travel agencies will have access to Air Canada's NDC content in four ways, through its Air Canada NDC API, through technology providers via the Air Canada Connection desktop system within the Amadeus GDS starting June 14th. The $2 incentive on bookings made via the Air Canada NDC API or through technology partners will begin to roll out in Canada on June 14th and will remain in place for at least 18 months. In addition to the coupon, a distribution cost recovery charge, DCR, will also go into effect on June 14th on all tickets issued globally via GDS Edifact channels. It's been two weeks since American Airlines' airfare shakeup and the travel agencies continue to report fairly large discrepancies. Business travel platform Amtrap said its corporate customers pay more when not going through American's NDC platform on at least 34% of bookings with the average difference of $128. American Airlines have told travel agencies and online booking tools that they need to start using NDC connections and the airline was pulling back 40% of fares. This includes the global distribution systems Amadeus, Travelport and Sabre. One consultant who looked at a Miami LaGuardia round trip said that they found $1,500 fares on first class on legacy fare through Sabre. The NDC equivalent was almost $1,000. Another market, Miami and Atlanta, where Delta is a big competitor, the difference was $120. Let's get to the news of mergers and new partnerships. Shortly after announcing its expanded NDC plans, set to launch on June 14th, Air Canada has partnered with technology provider Kite to enable a direct API connection to the airline's NDC content. Travel sellers who opt to access their content via the Kite API will have access to Air Canada's NDC platform, including the airline's full set of fare brands and ancillaries, as well as products including Air Canada for Business and Flight Pass. Air Canada's direct access is live and available for integration on the Kite platform, according to the companies. Travel sellers who integrate now via the Kite API will be able to continue transacting throughout Air Canada's API migration. Meetings technology giant Cvent now is offering small and simple business specialist Bizly's services in its app marketplace and has enabled data integration between the companies. Cvent users can enter Bizly's platform through Cvent's meeting request form, the tool the company offers clients to approve and register events. The integration allows for a more seamless transition between the Cvent meeting request form and Bizly. Bizly users can flow Cvent data into the platform using various APIs, while Cvent users can access Bizly from the meeting request form and import contacts. American Airlines Global Business Travel has added ground transportation options via GroundSpan to the Agencia platform. 
The integration gives Agencia customers in the U.S. and Canada access to Groundspan's network of vehicles, including chauffeured sedans, SUVs, and multi-passenger vans. Companies can also access negotiated rates with preferred suppliers through the platform. American Express GBT already uses Groundspan for booking with Ovation Travel Group, and the travel management company expects it will be available in its new tool later this year. And now, news of new travel services and improvements. United Airlines is continuing to boost its international schedule, this time in the South Pacific. The airline announced its largest and what it says is the largest in aviation history, South Pacific expansion ever, with new flights from the U.S. to both Australia and New Zealand. The additions will see United operating 66 flights between the U.S. and the two countries every week, which amounts to nearly 40% more flights compared with the same time last year. Through the additions, United will have a New Zealand network 70% larger than in 2019 and will offer the most flights to Sydney from the U.S. and will become the largest airline between the U.S. and Brisbane. The expansion is part of United's further drive into the international travel sector. Earlier this year, United said it has been concentrating on boosting its international schedule this summer by 25% versus 2022. National remains undefeated in the eight years BTN has conducted the survey. Its sister company brand Enterprise was the only brand with a decreased score from 2022, but still managed to rank second, the same as it did last year. Avis and Hertz nearly tied for third place, forcing BTN to extend the results to a third decimal place to finalize the rankings. Both chauffeur transportation and ride-hailing companies saw dips in overall service and satisfaction scores from business travel buyers. But there were pockets of improvement, including availability and maintenance levels of the vehicles on the road. Low-cost airline Breeze Airways is expanding operations out of Long Island's Islip MacArthur Airport ahead of the summer travel season. Starting on June 28th, Breeze will offer flights from Portland, Maine to Islip with fares starting at $49 one way. Just one day later, it will add another flight from Islip to Raleigh-Durham with fares starting at $59. The two routes are in addition to two other routes that Breeze will be offering from Islip over the next two months, including Richmond, Virginia and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hyatt Hotels has unveiled a new select service brand, Hyatt Studios, marking the company's entrance into the upper mid-scale sector. Hyatt Studios' brand was designed to accommodate both extended stay and shorter length of stay leisure and business transient guests, depending on the region's guest base and local market. Hyatt claimed it has agreements to develop more than 100 Hyatt Studio properties and said it is expected to begin construction on the first property this year with the first opening in 2024. Hyatt Studios adds to Hyatt's portfolio of more than 20 brands and falls in with the company's select service properties including Hyatt House, Hyatt Place, and Caption by Hyatt. Airport security company Clear is adding more lanes and this time at Connecticut's Bradley International Airport. Clear users will now be able to skip the line at Bradley using Clear's dedicated lanes to go directly to TSA Physical Security. Clear says that the additions to Bradley will create 23 jobs and generate approximately $1.2 million in local economic activity each year. Clear now serves 52 airports and 15 million members, including 9 out of 10 of the most popular domestic destinations from Bradley Airport. And now in some technology news. Travel technology provider Sabre in July will stop supporting its hotel request for proposal service. 
Sabre will shutter its hotel RFP operations effective July 14th, calling it in a statement on Sabre's website, an aging technology that no longer supports our customers. Sabre said in a statement suggesting customers contact other RFP tool providers, citing Lanyon, owned by Cvent and Window. Sabre in a statement suggested customers export any information that they need ahead of the July 14th sunset date, as no historical data will be available afterward. Sabre said that the tool is not core to its Sabre hospitality business, and the company will now have more resources to devote to other products. Sabre's RFP tool was launched in 2008. Alaska Airlines says it is removing check-in kiosks at its hub airports on the West Coast, Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, LA, and Anchorage. The machines will be replaced by bag tag stations with iPad tablets. Most airports will transition to the new bag tag stations by the end of 2023. Customer service agents will be available to check in customers, but Alaska is encouraging them to use the Alaska Airlines app to check in and secure a boarding pass before coming to the airport. The bag tag stations are part of a three-year investment in the airport experience, totaling $2.5 billion. Alaska's goal is to get customers through the lobby and to security in five minutes or less. Airports have already begun changing to the new tablets. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Oh, my God.